Ghetto Blaster Magazine's Best Song Ever podcast. My name is Brian LeBen, and alongside me, as always, is my dear, dear cousin, Luke LeBen. What are you doing? You're, oh, you're eating. Got some wrap snacks here. And <laughs> what, what are those? Wrap snacks? Wait, that's some Migos on there. <laughs> Me, sour cream. Have a look. Sour cream with a dab of ranch. Wow. Uh, that's I believe they have a song called Dab of Ranch. That's what that's a ah. reference to. Um, so, yeah, a couple weeks ago, uh, mm. my girlfriend Kyle sent me a picture of these. They're like chips with. There's one with Fetty Wap. Uh, that's honey jalapeno. This one is Migos sour cream with the Dab of Ranch. And then there's some other guy I've never heard of who has one. But uh, I just thought it'd be funny to I like bring them up. Those are very good, too, actually. Yeah, it's they're not tasty. bad. The Fetty Wap ones were delicious. But uh, I had a, the Fetty Wap bag, and I was going to bring it today, and then I forgot it. So I actually went to the gas station <laughs> to get oh, these so they're especially. Like, they're, like, all over the place? Um, I don't know. It seems like only in that gas station. Go check them out. Wrap snacks. Yep. So, uh, yeah, I this, this is going to be interesting. I'm in a little bit of a weird space. I stayed up late. Last night, got up early, and then have late been working. Night, late nights, early days, man. And uh, I went to the to the gym in the early morning, and so I am very... You got s- your early morning swole on? I, yeah, I was part of the swole patrol, nice. and um, I'm a little, like, feeling a little loopy. So, we'll see what happens. But the good news is, music... Music, it's what's it, it's what brings us together. Music, am I right? It it just it's a healing force, you know what I mean? So I'm I'm hoping that listening to these songs is gonna help me to uh to feel better. I hope you stay loopy for as long as possible. Cause you're at your best when you're at your loopiest. That's true. Yeah. So, um should we get going? Do it. This? Yeah, I think we should play some songs. Hold on, hold on. They make really good crunch noises. One wrap snack for the road, yeah. <laughs> um, and, you know, really interestingly, I didn't plan this out at all. The first song I'm going to play is about how music is a powerful force, a healing force. And it's something... That sounds familiar. That, yeah, it was like I was just saying it or something. Oh. Um, it's something that makes a life worth living. Um, and I just want to kind of get into it. This guy, he doesn't even need an introduction, so I'm not going to give him one. Let's check this song out.
No introduction needed. Indeed, that was the king of party rock, Andrew WK. Yeah. Um, and lordy, lordy, Barry Gordy out yeah. the gate yeah. for that. Um, and that's such a style that, like, I've not even his past stuff. Like, I've listened to it, and like, I like him, but um, I like loved him when I was in middle school. But right. Um, when I was into like hard rock and now I'm like that style I usually turn away from, but this was really cool. So I like good, what right? He did with it. Yeah. It's uh it's like super pop. Like I yeah. can almost see it like, oh, that's a cover of a Taylor Swift song or something. Like <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's it's crazy, crazy poppy. And um just for for those of you out there who are unfamiliar with Andrew WK, um I, I, is this the first time we're saying his name, or did you say it already? I said it. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, Andrew WK came roaring out of the gate in 2001 with this crazy album. He His nose was bleeding on the cover. Yep, classic. Uh, his first like major song was Party Hard, and uh, you know, it was just about when it's time to party, we will party hard. And um, may have also seen him on Aqua Teen Hunger Force singing party 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 i want to have a party right and he he sings a ton about partying and he also turned out to be kind of like this zen master about living life and loving people Hmm. um and like he's just a super positive force and at his shows he just talks about everyone loving each other and respecting each other and his definition of partying is just doing what you want to do to celebrate that you're not dead and nice. like it could involve getting drunk and wasted, but Maybe it could just be gathering with people and having fun and celebrating them together. And so his uh, he makes very life affirming music, and he hasn't released anything in nearly a decade. And he has this new album coming out. This is the first song we've heard from it, and it's his best song, I think, probably. Um, yeah, it it adds some interesting things to the equation and just goes way epic yeah it's pretty fun i also love the uh album cover which you sent me that video there's a cool video everyone should go watch about the creation of that album art which is amazing yeah Uh, the album art is amazing he ended up being able to connect with two artists who did art for like some of his favorite books growing up and he met them and they have a really great love story it's it's really beautiful like that's that's what I uh, really appreciate about him is just kind of his desire to inject this beauty into the world. And this song is called Music is Worth Living For. And um, he says in the song, which he also says is probably the truest lyrics he has ever written, uh, music makes me want to stay alive. Yeah. It's what just keeps him driving and something that has pulled him out of dark times and making and listening to uh to music so it's super fun what a lovely sentiment i uh you know i love music that's like depressing and you know i think really dark times uh bring out some great music but i also love just super positive feel good stuff like that me too so that was andrew wk with music is worth living for which is from his upcoming album, You're Not Alone, out March 2nd on Red Music and Sony. All right. Well, don't don't take your rocking cap off for for 
a second because okay. we're you're gonna need it for this next song. We're Ooh. gonna rock to this one as well. I I don't know if it's quite super pop level, but maybe power pop. Um, this you you texted me yesterday and you're like, oh, I missed this album that came out on mm, Bandcamp, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh man, I just finished doing like my jams, like my list of music I like for the week for my site. And I was like, come on, now I missed something. And then you're like, it's this band, Unlikely Friends. I was like, oh, no, they are number two on my list this week. Yeah, yeah, this is sort of Seattle indie rock supergroup with members of two uh, veteran Seattle bands, Boat and Math and Physics Club. You ever heard either band? I don't think so. No, I um, So I had known about Unlikely Friends before. Um, without really registering it because their last album had a really interesting uh they have interesting cover art Mm -hmm. and it drew me in and made me listen to that that's why i like the new one and yeah yeah, the same with the new one um math and physics club i had heard um i think of them as like a bell and sebastian type more like chilled out kind of folk rock um and then uh boat i was just listening to today i never heard them but they're like Higher energy, catchy indie rock. It was cool. Um, but when they come together as unlikely friends, they just bring some hard-hitting, high-energy guitar rock. And uh, they just released their sophomore album, Crooked Numbers, as we were just talking about. And we're going to listen to the album opener, 15 Rounds, which got me hooked on this band right away. So keep your rocking cap on. Let's rock out to Unlikely Friends with 15 Rounds. Nobody comes around anymore Now that I'm on my back I never felt my face hit the floor It was a sneak attack Now my body's broken and bruised I can't feel anything And I think my heart's blown a few Let's go. 
I'll give that a papalikey. Uh, yeah, that song is great. A great uh, opener to give you a sense of what you're going to get. You're mm-hmm. going to get really great hooks. You're going to get some nice chugging guitar and uh, good good vocals. Just great music. I, I really, really enjoy that. And I feel like we've set ourselves up really well to just have a feel-good episode. Oh, like, yeah. Like, I'm just feeling... I'm having the time of my life, flying high, feeling invincible. I think I'm going to jump off a bridge tonight and, and fly away. <laughs> okay. Well, that, that could have taken a darker turn. I liked that you added fly away. Yeah, yeah. No. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah. No, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good, too. B, don't kill my V. That's a bitch don't kill my vibe. Yeah, um, I got it. So you better not kill my vibe with your next song, okay? <laughs> I'll try um, not to. But... Yeah, and we're talking about positivity in music. Uh, there's another song on this album, my other favorite, that is uh, Smiles for Miles. Did you hear that one? Yeah. It's yeah. saying, like, even if you don't love me, I've still got Smiles for Miles. And, yeah, this album is really feel good, just good old-fashioned, simple guitar rock with just well-written songs. Love the guitar part when he's singing the Break Your Own Back. That part is just so great in this song. When I got this, um, I was just going through a bunch of music piled up in my email and i was like probably gonna skip over this one that i listened to that first song it was like damn i can't can't skip you yeah for sure um and it's it makes me wonder like what i miss uh when music really gets going because i i was like wanting something new to listen to and so i was really searching out in in Mm -hmm. my email inbox for something to listen to and i feel like so much of the time i just kind of ignore things like if it doesn't like automatically catch right. catch my uh, attention, and I've gotten a few emails about this band, so I'm like, dang it, I'm missing probably a, a good amount of, of stuff, and I'm happy that um, you found this sooner than I did and played it yeah. on the podcast. Well, you're a good boy. Thank you. <laughs> Don't you, you're treating me like a dog, Brian? <laughs> Stop patting my head and I trying to give me a help treat. It. You're a good okay? boy. Take your. <laughs> Take your rap snack. <laughs> All right. Take your rap snack. Um, You're going to miss some stuff, but yeah, I've been also uh, scouring the world. That's why I've been like, I was like, wait, no, how did I miss something? But I right. still, there still is another album I missed that I saw came out Friday, so you can't, can't get them all. But anyway. Unlike Pokemon, you can't catch you them can't all. can't catch them you all. You can't. That's true. Pokemon sells you, you gotta, but I tell you, you can't. You can't. Um, okay, so that was Unlikely Friends with 15 rounds from Crooked Numbers out now on Swoon Records. So just keeping in this theme of like feel-good music, I'm switching my order up a little bit. I'm going to move along to the English-based band Field Music. Have you ever listened to Field Music? Yes, I have. I that name sounds very familiar. I don't I can't think of any specific songs or albums. So they uh I mean they have been quietly amassing seven albums worth of just excellent art pop music. Mm-hmm. And I feel like most most people who are into music will probably be like, "Yeah, I I, I know Field Music, but maybe can't necessarily play some." Um they I mean they have a lot of fans as well. But um, they just make solid music time after time, and they um, they first came out in 2005. My uh, go-to album for them is Tones of Town, which came out in 2007, so check that out. But they have a new one coming out, and they talk about how 
people romanticize painful and dark times and how it's like when you go through those painful dark times you're able to create just such meaningful art which is true but at the same time not enough people uh revel in the um in the joy and the happiness and wanting to have fun in the face of hardship yeah that's what we were just talking about and that's exactly and so that's why i moved the song up um it's a great song it's uh it's interesting it takes you on a bit of a journey so we're going to uh leave it at that and take a listen this is field music with the song time in joy
so I was expecting like some folky rock um, with the name Field Music, and then you play it, and I'm like, uh, it doesn't sound like any field I've ever been to <laughs> with some electronic stuff going on. But then when those flutes kick in, uh-huh. and that whole part, uh, it reminds me of like a Shugo Tokumaru, like mm-hmm. where it's just like. There's a cool groove going on, but then they're just adding so many weird sounds in that just is like one of a kind. And just that the flutes and that bass line alone and the guitar were just so out there and unique. I loved it so much. Yeah, definitely. It does. It's. Oh, wait. Lori, Lori, Barry Gordy. Oh, my gosh. I was going to say. Um, and I know another song you're playing because I tried to get it, and that's going to get one. So. Can you go four for four? It's never happened. I don't think it, it's never happened. I've gotten so three we'll before, well, I think. And you're going to get at least three this episode. Oh, my gosh. This this makes me nervous. Yep. Go, don't go, let go, me go. down. <laughs> um. Yeah. I mean, obviously, what field are they in? But uh, that's that's kind of their thing. They, they do these interesting switch-ups, you know, and um, have different time signatures going on and make just this their own brand of pop music which is a lot of fun and they've been doing it for a long time this uh is i mean it it sounds different for them which is fun um they i don't think they've really done such a long song before that just grooves for so long yeah um and it was super interesting to me too because the the beginning of the song almost sounds like a grizzly bear song well, I was and gonna. Then it just totally yeah. changes. And I was gonna say because they're talking about you know romanticizing the dark times, and I think you know part of that as because I write music myself, like those times just bring it out in you some for some reason. But yeah, I think it's kind of harder but more rewarding to write like positive stuff. Um, but notice they had that kind of dark intro like you're saying right. sound like a grizzly bear so they got the dark and the light balancing each other out and that's what you need in life that's so true you yeah. do need you do need that and um like they like i said before we played the song too is what they wanted to do was have fun in the face of hardship and that's kind of what right. that song exactly. literally does like it starts with that kind of slow um, not slow, but kind of dark sounding intro. And then they just decide, you know what? We're going to have some fun with this. Can I tell you what my crazy mind was picturing when uh, that part with the flutes kicked in was like, I was like, oh yeah, now we're in the field. Uh, you got like a rabbit playing the flute uh-huh. and this cool squirrel with sunglasses just slapping that nasty bass part there. Yep. And like a scene, skunk playing the xylophone. Yeah, Like a scene from your favorite movie, Songs of the South right <laughs> you're gonna say snow white and the seven dwarfs but sure i actually have seen song of the south have you ever seen it uh yeah classically racist yeah yes absolutely my friend charles who is a black man at the time he uh was like dude have you ever heard of this super racist disney movie i have a vhs of it i was like and you're what? like yeah that's my favorite movie <laughs> <It's> like, yes <laughs> No, but Zippity Doodah is from that movie, right. which is insane because yeah. that's like such a. I just I've known that song since I was a kid, and then it came from this super racist movie. Yeah, so that's yeah. that's what you were picturing. That's great. <laughs> nope. Uh, <laughs> I was gonna say a more wholesome Disney movie: Snow White and Seven Dwarfs. White and interesting. <laughs> so that was field music with time and joy from Open Here 
out February 2nd on Memphis Industries. Making me switch up my order a little bit because that had, as I said, just a nasty bass line. Mm-hmm. And um, my next song also has that. And I was kind of similar to this song. I read post-punk band and I listened to this. I'm expected to be like really dissonant and sludgy and then... Instead, it's super funky, catchy bass line, and it's like a party song. You know who I'm talking about, do you? I don't know. Uh, this is the English band Shopping. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yes, definitely. And uh, this song's got like chants and hand claps and bouncy bass line, but it kind of has this sort of, still has a little bit of the post-punk feel to it. Uh, which makes it a very interesting feel. Uh, this band's third album, The Official Body, is out today on Fat Cat Records. Had you ever listened to them before? I did. Actually, their 2016 album, Why Choose? 15. 2000, oh, wow. 2015. Okay. Uh, Why Choose was in my top 20 of that year. Oh, really? I uh, love that album. And last year, one of the members of Shopping put out a album under the name Sacred Paws. And that was oh, that uh, was one them? of my favorites as well. Oh yeah, um, I realized that. Yep, that's the uh, female one of the female vocalists because I think all three of them do vocals at some point yeah. in this. Uh, but yeah, I love Why Choose. Why Choose is such a great album. So I'm pretty maybe, pumped about this. See, maybe that's how I had heard of them because I knew the name and I liked the name because it reminded me of uh, the band Nothing or Happiness. Just these random like one one word names and. Uh, yeah, and then I checked it out and was totally surprised by their sound. But have you heard this song, The Hype? No, I haven't yet. Oh, cool. Well, the video for it is them having like a pool party. They're like playing for a pool party. Um, so let's have a little uh, post-punk party. Here's Shopping with The Hype. They teach us Indecision 
Yeah, I mean, I gotta go ahead and give that another Papa Likey. Yes, now I'm two for two. I know, this is pretty <laughs> crazy. I don't know that this has ever happened before. Um, we're, I mean, we're just breaking records here today. Yeah, um, yeah I, uh, that, it's the epitome of why I love that band. Um, you got your awesome crunchy bass line going on. Mm-hmm. Not really crunchy. Yeah, it's, it's just it's great. Funky. It's funky. Um, and the, I, uh, what I love is like that clean guitar, no distortion. Yeah. Um, which feels very British to me. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. It reminds me of like the clash or something. Yeah. I, I can hear that. It, rem- it kind of was reminiscent of like surf rock occasionally, but mixed together with the three different vocal parts going on. It was just, it's just such an interesting combination. Uh, super catchy and uh just a lot of fun to listen to um and i feel like for as catchy and kind of a party song as it is the lyrics i feel like make me bring to mind a lot of uh you know political things and they keep chanting that last chance and that made me think of time's up the movement i'm sure Mm. you've seen some stuff of that because it is kind of a similar sentiment of like you had your chance now we're taking things into our own hands and that's uh, the lyric she says, like, want to listen, but you turned away. And being like, you had your chance to listen. We tried to tell you now we're taking things to our own into our own hands. And I feel like that was the big political takeaway for 2017 in a positive way was that the power of the people is uh, is the strongest tool we have. And so being like, last chance, you guys. And, you know, whether it's like the Time's Up movement where people like, uh, you know, were maybe tried to be silenced after they spoke up and they st- still fought. And then, like, just the failing institutions, like, that's why some people voted for Trump, because they're saying, like, you can't help me with this. I tried to get you to help. Now I'm going to do it on my own. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Um, And, you know, I, I hope that it's more than just, like, a, a fad or a, something that's popular right now, like, that it's something that continues on yeah. and gains momentum and that there is actually some sort of palpable power dynamic shift, um, especially when it comes to uh, to women and men in the workplace, uh, yeah. in all, all sorts of workplaces. Um, and I, I think that the Time's Up movement has really made me think more of like, okay, these are famous people who are speaking out but what about people who don't have a voice who they can't like they can't go viral by speaking out against their employer right Um, no one knows so like what kind of impact is being made in the quote-unquote real real world for for, uh, other people Anyway, well, and hopefully, ho- hopefully that that carries on to that. And hopefully, our institutions stop failing us, so the people right. don't have to keep taking exactly. the power into their hands. But um, yeah, hopefully there will be some lasting change uh, there. And I have no idea if they intended that at all. Shopping, that's just like yeah. a weird connection I made. But love that song. So that was shopping with the hype from the official body, which is out today on Fat Cat Records. All right, so, you know, for uh, the uninitiated, maybe this is your first time listening to this podcast. Um, you've 
You've right, heard... right at this moment. <laughs> Skip to the middle. <laughs> no, I, maybe we should have explained things before. But, um, you know, you've probably heard Luke say something like, Lordy, Lordy, Barry Gordy. Yes. Me say Papa Lakey. Those are our stamps of approval. And mm. we give those out because uh, we plan these songs in secret. We don't tell each other what we're playing. We amass a, a set list of four songs. We bring I keep them. mine locked in a hidden vault underground. It, I wear a robe and a weird one of those weird yeah. eyes wide shut masks with the long nose. I don't know why <laughs> you wear that. I tell you, you don't have to wear that. I'm not going to try and figure it out. What does the secret. mask do? You, you want well, it to be secret, right? <laughs> it's secret. Why does the mask protect the list? I, I don't get it, Luke. I have a one man secret society called the Luke Gennady. <laughs> All right. Now, if Charlie Daniels has taught us anything, it's <laughs> that no that is not matter. a joking matter, sir. Stop I'm joking sorry, about Charlie. He is a listener. He is um, going to be mad. He's out there joking about the devil. That's no joking. <laughs> that's man. that's a good point. Yeah. I'm, sorry. What was I talking about? Oh yeah. <laughs> so we we come up with these songs in secret. Now, um, most of the time, I feel like we on the rare occasion will both reach out for the same song and then one of us is the victor and the other is a fucking loser <laughs> <laughs> and i feel like that honestly hasn't happened as much as you would think no however times it has happened two times this year so far and we've only had two episodes yeah and i have been <laughs> the victor both times so right now the score Wait, is what was the first one Jeff Rosenstock. Oh, you're right. So right now, that was from last week. Yeah. Now the score is two to nothing. I am the winner. You are the fucking loser right now. <laughs> I am. Um, so I'm going to get into this song. This was... I thought this was going to be a feel-good episode. <laughs> you just called oh, yeah. me a fucking loser. I'm sorry. I'm I, I, didn't mean to, I didn't mean to say that, but it's, it's all in fun here, It's just guys. what it is. We have fun here. We, we have a good time. Um, so... This is a highly sought after song, and for good reason. Um, yeah. You, I hope you know her already. This is uh, Frankie Cosmos. Who? Frankie Cosmos. Oh, yeah. Uh, it is the name that Greta Klein uh, records under. She's put out two albums already, coming out with her third album this year. It's her first on Sub Pop. And Frankie Cosmos has kind of taken this interesting journey of starting out as kind of her own thing just to record like home recordings and then it it grew a little bit um in 2016 with next thing which is yeah an incredible album like i I listen to that one all the time and it seems like this uh has the most like full band sound to it and you can really hear the um the influence of having more like full-time members in the band um it, it just sounds really fully realized mm-hmm. and I'm super excited because, um, you know, she has been so good in the past and this just seems like a further evolution for, uh, artists that I love already. So I'm really happy I got this. I think it's, I think it's good that you got it because I think you are kind of a bigger fan of them than I am. Uh, I liked their last album, but I don't think I gave it, uh, enough time as i should have but i love this new song so let's get to it yeah okay so let's let's just listen to this this is just do it let's just do it 
right? Yeah. All right. This is Frankie Cosmos with Jesse. Hey, and Jesse stayed up till two. We talked about dreams, about things, about you. Well, you just explained our stamps of approval, and I'm going to dole another one out. Third of the episode to this one. Obviously, I was trying to get it, so it's going to get my Lordy Lordy Barry Gordy. This song is just took me off guard. Cause like I said, I liked their last album, but for some reason, I was just this style I was kind of souring on when it came out. And um, just hearing this new song, I was like, damn, I love how it starts just like really bare and just that guitar in her voice and then evolves into this bigger rock sound. And when she says sings to be and everything drops out and then they come back in rocking. Ah, so great. You got to re-listen to next thing because that album, I feel like uh, it was mostly those softer moments. Um, there, there were times when it got bigger, but um, there's so many times that the music drops out and it's just her voice yeah. just hitting a really great note. And then it comes back in. Uh, that's like her main greatness is, is her yeah. voice and just the way 
that she harmonizes within the song and plays with the instrumentation around that. Um, I think what this does differently and I'm excited about is gets a fuller band sound and um, there's like a little subtle guitar riff going on throughout which uh, it wasn't super riffy on next thing and uh, that that addition is is great so I'm yeah. pretty excited for this. This is like probably the album I can think of that I'm most excited for right now. Mm. Yeah. The uh the quality I really like about this and I'm I planned my next song because they've been two songs that I've been listening to like constantly. Um my next song has this quality too where her singing is very like soft and meek and then as the music builds it stays that way and it, I feel like mm-hmm. it's just such an interesting dynamic. I like that a lot. Definitely. So that was Frankie Cosmos with the song Jesse from Vessel, which is out March 30th on Sub Pop Records. 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 Sub Popper. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, that song I was just telling you about, you're going to like this one. I, I wonder if you've heard it yet. Uh, this comes from an artist who put out an amazing album last year called Everybody Works. You played this artist on the podcast. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was like, what? Oh, yeah. <laughs> what? Everybody works? Do you, who is it? JSOM. JSOM, which, yeah. by the way, do you know how she got that name? I was just reading on Wikipedia no, today. It's uh, similar to the Childish Gambino situation. She put, uh, just like got mm. it from a baby name generator and nice. used it. Um, this is a band that began with Melina Duterte uh, writing songs in her bedroom and then evolved into a full band. They make kind of similar to uh, Frankie Cosmos, kind of dreamy guitar rock. Um, and they were one of my favorite performances of Mopop, Jason. They were like the early afternoon slot, which does not get the most people, but they rocked it and they were a lot of fun. She, the, the moment I will always remember is when she asks, what's your favorite Fago pop? And a rant, a, a chant of rock and rye broke out <laughs> awesome. among the whole crowd. Wonderful. And she, she, had no idea what they were saying. She was like, oh, rocket pup. And we were all like, no. And she's like, uh, rocking something. And like, we we're all like, no. And then she never figured it out. So uh, I tweeted at him to let him know. But it was it was just a really fun That's show. That's the right answer, too. Yeah. Rock and Rye. That's yeah, the best absolutely. one, man. Um, but we're going to listen to this song called Pirouette. Have you uh, heard this yet? I absolutely have. And do you like it? You'll have to wait and see. Oh, I guess so. This is an outtake from Everybody Works, and uh, the 7-inch is coming out January 26th with uh, this and another song. And Melina said both of these were tracks made during the spring of 2016, the first demo stages for Everybody Works. They were fun to write and record, but felt out of place on the track list during the finalization of the album. These tracks remain close to my heart, and I'm really grateful they're finally out in the world. So let's take a listen to JSOM with Pirouette.
me if i like that song i did i got an answer for you you got an a for my cue i got an a for your cue papa likey that song so hard i likey it so hard uh only on an album as good as everybody works could that be an outtake right how is that an outtake i don't know but um I, i feel like i could just listen to that the end part of it for forever um, yeah. just when it's going in that 
almost psychedelic territory just on repeat looping over yeah. and the guitar building and i ah, i love it she's great i'm so excited for her to continue making music yeah uh put some more stuff out soon that's what i was hoping when i saw this that it was gonna be a new album and i was like whoa already another new j sound album but it was just outtakes but yeah that song is great on its own either way i think it would have been cool on the album but that's solid and i love like the first thing i loved about it was the do 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 just that little guitar sound but then i forget that there's that whole crazy instrumental part yeah. at the end and every time i listen to it, i'm like damn this is good just so many different guitar sounds in that song that are very different from each other and work really well together they uh walk that line very well being super dreamy and rocking hard mm-hmm. definitely um, oh yeah and i love that line i pray for ransoms beneath the moon sometimes you know this is the line you don't even have to take any meaning from it it just sounds neat just the language of it ransoms you know? beneath the moon. ransoms beneath that is the moon. nice isn't that cool yeah that's what i find a lot of times like especially when with more cryptic lyrics that sometimes it's like i have no clue what they're talking about it just sounds cool like, but it elicits emotion or a feeling or that something. as well but yeah. sometimes it doesn't even i'm just like that's neat sounds neat it elicits repeating a, noises a and neat yeah, a neato burrito from this guy. <laughs> All right. Speaking of things that are neato burrito, that song, Jason Pirouette, uh, that is out now and on the 26th, the seven inch with uh, that and another song, another outtake from Everybody Works will be out via polyvinyl. All right. Well, this is this is unprecedented. Moment of truth. Will, I mean, every, 100% of the songs that we have both played so far have gotten our stamps of approval. Yep. And uh, all I can say is Caroline Rose, you're our only hope. Yes. Uh, this is Caroline Rose. That's I why assumed. I said that. <laughs> uh, she's a singer songwriter and she's coming out with her second album soon. And she found herself, as she says, armed with an arsenal of new instruments and equipment, an ever growing sense of, ah, fuck it. And she just wanted to set out to create an angst-fueled pop burrito. Hey. You just said burrito, that's which a is really fun. Uh, so this is a, a darkly comedic album, um, something totally different than her first album. And this song, I don't know. Is it going to get up? Is it going to get a Lordy Lordy Berry Gordy? I'm not sure. I think it has the makings of a LLBG song, but... We'll have to see. It's also kind of a strange one. Hmm. So let's just get into it and see if we will make history. I mean, we've already made history. If we'll make greater history. If we'll make history. Thank you. This is Caroline Rose with Soul Number 5. Gucci, Gucci, gooey, oozy, icky, oozy style I just 
you've done it, old bean. <laughs> lordy, lordy, very gordy. Toot, 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 toot. <laughs> you make choo-choo noises? Toot, toot, baby. Oh. oh. Man, did that's... I just transform you into a choo-choo? Yeah, I when I get really excited, I say toot toot. Um, okay. So first off, when I look at the album art, uh, you can tell she's there's a sense of humor being brought to it, and she's dressed like uh, Ari and Uzi from <laughs> Royal Ten and Bombs with the red Adidas tracksuit. So points right there yeah. on style. Style points right there. Yep. for starters. Then the song starts, and I was just like, no, it's over. It's going to get a lordy lordy very. And then she, because the guitar part was so great, then she, the lyrics with that ooey gooey something, that part I loved. Quasi rap going yeah, on, which just, is great. Oh, I, fast paced lyrics, and she just nailed it. I, I loved it. Everything yes. about it. I, I was hoping you would. I kind of thought you would. Um, This was uh, the song I, I had messaged you earlier in the week, being like, there's a song I cannot I, I cannot stop listening to it and the, I've yeah. listened to this song just I have no idea how many times I just can't it's so great and that's so great. chorus with the like organ yes. rising when she yes. says like that's all that's and um what's what's even greater and now that I know you love this song so much it has a music video which is bonkers oh. incredible she's in that tracksuit doing weird aerobic dancing on the beach and she talks about her girls looking good pulling up behind her you know and she has these friends come up just look they just look crazy it's just <laughs> all over the place awesome and i, I to watch that i've watched that music video so many times <laughs> as well um she uh was inspired for this song after she got cat called and she thought it was oh. just such a weird kind of funny experience and just this, she said, like, the the machismo of this guy to just kind of be, like, so bold. And she took that, flipped it on its head gender-wise. And so she's kind of being the aggressor this, here. This character of right. just, like, yeah. A machismoed out yeah. uh, female, like, kind of catcalling and being like, I like to hit it and quit it. That's just my style. <laughs> um, and it's just such a fun, uh, fun song. And she calls it Soul Number Five because it. She said it's probably the fifth version of the lyrics that she wrote, but she also oh, liked okay. it because it was a play on Mambo Number Five. <laughs> so um, she. Think about that. She's hilarious. She's fun. Uh, you know, I, I love more humor in music. Yeah. Uh, and this is perfect for our feel good episode. Exactly. It's hilarious. So that was Caroline Rose with Soul Number Five from Loner, which is out February twenty third on New West. Mark your calendars for that one. That's going to be a good one. Oh, yeah. So I'm going to take us out on Filthy by Justin Timberlake. No, I'm just kidding. No! <laughs> That's up on my... Man of the Woods. <laughs> Wait, what is that? Is that the That's name the of name album? of his album. Weird. Man of the Woods. <laughs> and then he has like a robot music video. Wow. That's not woodsy. No. Apparently he apparently he's really into uh, eating bugs now, too. Hmm. Which, which I was actually reading about. and uh, <laughs> Those bugs have sucked all the talent out of him. So. <laughs> Maybe. That could be. Um, Brian like hates that song. I'm not a fan of it either. But I, I just it so saw much. it here and thought I would mess with you. Um, all right. Well, I'm going to take us out on a song that... See, this might be uh, the, the least feel-good one, but it's still super catchy and awesome. Uh, 
this is a song I had last year that I was going to play, but got pushed back. And so I was glad I had an open slot this episode because listening to this again, I was really glad I could play it again. I think more people need to hear it. Uh, this is Alex Bloom. He's a singer-songwriter from L.A., and he decided to make an album during his senior year of USC Thornton School of Music. So him and some friends put together this album, and it was self-released in December. Uh, this is why I say it's not super feel-good, because it's kind of about a breakup. Mm. And that's what a lot of the album is about. is really like his first kind of big breakup. And um, we're going to listen to the song One More Shot. And on this song, I get some vibes of Elliot Smith mm. and Chris Bathgate. So I think you'll dig it. Uh, we're going to go out on Alex Bloom with One More Shot from Blue Room, which is out now. So go listen to it. It's a good album. But first, we're going to talk about the music we're excited for coming out this week in Shouts. All right. I got a bunch of ones I played on the pod. First, Porches, The House. Oh, man. That's Ghetto Blaster. Have you listened to it? I have. Oh, my gosh. It's so good. I'll be doing a review on the Ghetto Blaster site. And yeah, that album is amazing. By the way, I was looking into it. Dev Hines does contribute on it. There's Ah. a bunch of people that you would probably know. Nice. Uh, Cameron Wish as well. But um, then uh, we got Tune Yards. I'm reviewing that as well. Mm. Do you know the name of this album? Uh, yes. It's so goofy. I didn't even realize it's it. Very, it's very strange. I can strange. feel you creep into my private life, which just feels so perfectly Tune Yards. Yeah. Um, and it's all lowercase, too. Yeah. Which is... Interesting choice. Mm-hmm. Um, then the Go Team. I played them on here. Semicircle. That album is great. I've heard it. And then Shopping. I just played them. The Official Body. Uh, first aid kit, the sister folk duo, ruins. That's gonna be good. And then Bell and Sebastian, how to solve our human problem, part two, EP. Have you heard any of these new songs from them? Uh, no, I haven't actually. The, check out the new one. I love it. It's been one of my jams. But they're doing these three EPs, and so part two comes out uh, today. What you got? Well, you took like all the good ones. So I did. I uh, I have but one. And that is, they might be giants with I Like Fun. Um, TMBG. And, you know, it's very appropriate we end talking about this album, because we like fun. We do like fun. And that's been what we've been talking about most of this episode. And you know what? We've been having it. I've been having it. Having fun. I wondered if you had fun. Yeah. I also wondered if you had some more of those rap snacks. You got it, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna make it rain rat snacks. <laughs> let me let me get it on the mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right, well that's it for us this week. As always, head over to ghettoblastermagazine.com. We actually have a lot of great content on there. Um I just did uh my interview with Cornelius is up there now. Um and I said I'm gonna have a couple of reviews going up. Be sure to uh, subscribe to us and give us a review on iTunes, and you can find us on all your social media platforms at Best Song Ever Pod. For God of Blaster Magazine, I'm Luke LeBen reminding you to check your perspective. And I'm Brian LeBen reminding you, don't let the bastards grind you down. Best Song Ever!